Welcome to the Sports Grad Podcast, where we empower you with the answers to your burning questions to accelerate your career into the sports industry. We are your hosts, Melbourne-based sports administrators, Ruben Williams and Ryan Walker. Join us as we share unique and personal examples as well as relatable information and deliver them to you in bite-sized, fluff-free episodes. Want to swipe our signature framework to add awesome experience to your resume? Download our free ebook, Four Steps to Create Outstanding Work Experience in Sport, at sportsgrad.com.au. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest episodes released every Tuesday and Thursday. Welcome back to the Sports Grad Podcast. This is episode three, and today we are going to do another quick introduction of one of ourselves. And we're going to go straight to the starting member of Sports Grad, which is the dear Ruben Williams. How are you, mate? And thanks for joining me. Thank you, Ryan. I'm I'm very well today. Thank you for for having me on the Sports Grad podcast as as fellow co-host. I'm uh, I'm excited to be to be chatting with you and to hear what you've got. <laughs> How does it feel to have an entire episode dedicated to just Ruben? Uh, it's a it's a bit self indulgent, but um, you know, better to um introduce ourselves so that people have gotten a bit of an idea of the two idiots talking to them um through their headphones over the next few episodes. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good to see how the ratings go um if they if they like this little introduction or not. Whether they just need us to stop talking yeah. and uh, we might have to check out who's got more five star reviews after each of our episodes. <laughs> I think that makes a bit of sense, man. That, that'll be that'll be an ongoing thing. So um. Good idea, <laughs> mate. We'll um we'll kick off with you um just by you telling us a bit about yourself and what you've been up to recently, and a bit about your your expertise in the sports industry. Yeah, for sure. So, sport for me started um you know when I was extremely young. It's always been a keen passion of mine, and a strong interest of mine. You know, having continuously played sport pretty much in every summer and winter season since I uh, was allowed to join a sporting club. But as I kind of came through high school and, and into uni, I uh, was a bit unsure about what I wanted to do and started a marketing degree at RMIT in Melbourne, got a, got uh, a year and a half through that and decided this isn't really kind of aligned to what I actually want to do. Um, I don't didn't have a strong purpose about what I was doing at, at that time and while I was all going on, I was um, getting really into my to my running at the time. And I uh, thought I wanted to go down the exercise science route. So, I transferred to, to Deakin University and did an exercise science degree but coupled it with a sport management degree because I sort of felt the business component of it would still be quite useful to me. So, I you know, did the double degree at Deakin and uh, as I kind of went through that degree, found that a lot of the experience I was getting was more shaped towards the sport management side of things rather than the exercise science side of things. Um, I found I was... Um, better suited to that as well. Probably, you know, science doesn't come naturally to me as much as I like the idea of it and enjoy um, improving performance. Um, I was, you know, found myself more suited to the management side. So, went through that and kind of picked up a whole bunch of um, uh, bits of experience along the way, which really started out at um, my grassroots football club, St. Mary's Salesian Football Club, um, where I was on the committee running social media and, and starting campaigns to try and get people involved and engaged. And I remember one of the early things that we did there was start the uh, the hashtag Saints Abroad 
Saints Abroad competition. So if you went overseas, we were encouraging people to take their St. Mary's kit with them and take a photo overseas and use the hashtag Saints Abroad. So that was um that was a bit of a hit at the time. Um, but things kind of just uh, snowballed from there. Once once I kind of had that one experience, it allowed me to to talk about it and to and to use it in further experiences after that. And so I kind of got involved with um, Paran Junior Football Club through um, a bloke I met at a networking event. Um, I was doing an internship with Australian University Sport, which uh, kind of came about very luckily. I was I was on the Unisport website looking up ways to kind of just get involved in uh, uni games where you just go party and and play sport for a week. So I was just, I was just looking to do that, and then saw a tab for internships and saw the high performance internship being offered there, and applied for that, and managed to get a hold of it. Um, which really kind of was a catalyst for everything to follow after that. They gave me an incredible opportunity to go to a conference in Montpellier in in France. And that allowed me to kind of mix with a whole bunch of people from around the world who were doing incredible things back in their home country. And I kind of um, <laughs> think about some of the things that, the, particularly the two people from America, what they had to go through to get selected as the student delegate for their country. And I was just thinking, well, I'm so out of my depth here compared <laughs> to these people. But it gave me a really good med- benchmark to um, to um, compare myself to and think if I, if I really want to make a fist of this sports career, these are the things I need to be doing to, you know, be on par with the people who are excelling around the world. And so once I got back, to, I jumped into um, the Deakin University Sports Society. The following year, took over that as president and really gave that everything. And so by the end of the degree, I had a couple of, you know, you know, kind of strong compounding experiences that allowed me to, I guess, sh- showcase the potential that I had when I got to Cricket Australia and you know, I was in an interview with them and that ended up being successful and was, you know, a bit, of a bit of a dream job at the time. You know, I'm very passionate about cricket. I love cricket. And so, to be able to work there was was incredible. And then not only did I get the job, but a couple of weeks later, I met you at the, in the induction and um, we went from there. So, it's been um, quite a journey over the last, what, two, two almost three years. Um, unfortunately, with the recent events, um, my role was made redundant the other day. So, on the hunt a bit at the moment, but very fortunate to have landed in cricket and excited to be able to put more more time into into sports grad. Yeah, awesome, mate. And I think the thing to remember with redundancies is they're absolutely opportunities. Uh, it's a great way to positively mm. think about it. So, um, absolutely big things to come with you. Um, so, what do you think were some of the key hurdles that you had to overcome along the way, um, maybe before cricket and then during um, that you've basically conquered so far? Yeah, for sure. Well, particularly to get to the point where I was, you know, good enough to enter Cricket Australia, particularly when I started out swapping over from a marketing degree, there was a lot of self-doubt about whether, you know, this was the right thing to do. There was a lot of noise from the people around me who were just trying to make sure that I was safe and would get a good job at the end of it in sports is you know pretty competitive industry to get into um so trying to kind of block out the noise um was an early hurdle for myself but then after about a year of my degree in this doing the double degree in sport um i was still a bit directionless and didn't really have a vision as to where i wanted to take it i wasn't really sure about whether to go sport management or exercise science 
So, being able to kind of get over that was one of the initial hurdles because when you when you don't have that vision in mind, it's, it's harder to stay motivated and harder to kick yourself into gear to do the things you know you should be doing. One of the other hurdles came about once I you know started to find my vision and that was that was just around um, a bit of self-doubt that I had uh, with regards to networking. So I, I knew it was a good thing and I knew making connections was a good thing and that you know the, the more you brought in yourself and your networks, the more that they can help you as well. And so however, in my mind, you know network, networking networking was always a, a scary thing for me and um, it was a bit cringy at the time. It was a bit kind of frowned upon and not taken too seriously. Um, however, it, it ended up being, um, you know, as I'm sure you've experienced and other people listening have experienced, networking has opened some incredible doors for myself. So, to be able to get past that initial hurdle and to kind of, you know, just allow myself to attend events was a huge part of me being able to progress forward. And then further, further to that, I touched on um, one of the experiences um, that I had um, at Paran Junior Football Club, which came about through meeting a bloke called Wayne Oswald. That only happened because um, I had to get over my next fear, which is my fear of rejection from reaching out to these people. And so I can remember very vividly like being on the phone, not even on the phone. I was in my backyard and I had Wayne's phone number dialed into my phone pre- trying to prepare myself to to call him and ask him for a coffee. I just met him at this networking event. I wanted to ask him for more of his time. And it took me like 20 to 25 minutes of pacing around my backyard to, <laughs> to press call on my phone <laughs> and um, eventually called him. To my angst, he he picked up. He said, how are you, Ruben? I said, oh, I'm all surprise, right. Surprise, surprise, Ruben. Um, yeah, he picked up his phone, goodness me. And, um, and I asked him um, to catch up for a coffee and he said, yeah, absolutely. And so uh, one thing led to another and, ended up at Paran Junior Footy Club and but that experience itself just kind of, you know, allowed me to get over my fear of being rejected by people in the industry and, and allowed me to discover that there are so many people out there just willing to help you. And so once I kind of found my vision and had got over the self-doubt I had about myself and then the fears I had with regards to putting myself out there and meeting new people, it really kind of allowed me to progress forward and, and take on anything. Yeah, awesome, mate. It's a... It's a good lesson right there. You often just need to take that first step um, and then it all comes a little bit easier and that's a classic case right there. Um, and last question, for those who don't know what sports grad is, haven't seen your work already, um, are not really sure what it's about, give us a bit of a summary of what sports grad is and why you've decided to start it. Yeah, for sure. So, SportsGrade is a dedicated source of proven interview, resume, networking, LinkedIn methods that will help you break into the sports industry. Uh, you can find all of that at sportsgrad.com.au. Uh, SportsGrad originally started off as primarily as a video channel and then kind of developed into, um, you know, casual help in the library. A couple of people started help asking me, you know, can you help me with my resume, with my cover letter? I've got an interview coming up. Ruben, what should I do? So, Started out as a bit of casual help in the library and now it's kind of developed into a range of um, services designed to to help students, graduates, you know, young professionals all all break into the sports industry, um, you know, which includes content such as as this podcast. So, originally started out as um, as video interviews where I'd 
you know, take my my mum's digital camera and my my dad's tripod and would would set them up and interview people working in in sporting organisations and, and now has developed into a range of services and and the podcast that we're listening to today. Awesome, mate! It's uh, it's a ripper idea. So uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are going to benefit, and we can't wait to uh, to deliver this podcast as well. Um, Tuesdays, Thursdays is very exciting. We'll leave it there uh, on the interest of time, but thank you for delving into a bit about yourself. Um, and hopefully, everyone knows a little bit more about you now as we uh, we embark on a, a few more episodes of the podcast, which are which are coming up. <laughs> A reminder to everyone, subscribe, rate, and review. There's, uh, we've all already had a great guest in Ali Durkis um, in episode one, but there's a couple of crackers coming up um, in the next few episodes. So tune in um, and thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the SportsGrad podcast. If you need help with your sports career, head to sportsgrad.com.au and download our free ebook today. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please give us a tag on socials at SportsGrad. 